Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen. I'm so excited, guys. We have Venus moving into Pisces tomorrow. I know. I know it has been a long five months for myself, my listeners, the collective, but we are headed towards the light at the end of the tunnel with this transit. We're also going to talk about, and we're going to talk about it first, Mars conjunct Saturn, which is perfecting today. We start to feel it a little bit Saturday, and we're going to feel it in through Friday morning. I hope everyone had a fabulous weekend. It's first, you know, real weekend in spring. And of course, here in Pennsylvania, it is going out like a lion, isn't it? I am so ready. This is what I hate about March. And every time I catch myself saying the word hate or thinking negatively about March, I try to change, you know, be grateful for it. That is the key to finding um, happiness in our small moments, even things like that, changing our thought patterns like I hate March. No, you don't. You love March. Beautiful things happen in March. However, it was hard to maintain that mindset all week. I was like, this is why I hate March. It is only nice in the beginning and then it tricks you. But then I would say, no, Colleen, we love March. We love March. We love March. (laughs) I hope everyone had a good weekend. My weekend was pretty good, pretty toned down. Uh, Interesting, though, as Mars started to conjoined Saturn, uh, Saturday, you know, I was getting in within the three degrees on Saturday. I was like driving home from work. I was getting ready to go do something, my boyfriend and I. And I was like, man, I am tired. I have been go, 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 extremely extroverted, out living life for the last six, seven weeks, I would feel like. And it was almost like Mars, right? Which is our driving force, our passion, our adrenaline hit the wall with Saturn conjoining it. And it it felt like, I was like, yeah, I just want to be introverted. And my body is telling me now it's time for me to relax. So Saturday night, we just hung in. I went to bed at nine o'clock, woke up the next morning, take my kids to football. Um, The Capricorn moon came and I said, okay, I'm listening to my body now. Sometimes we go, 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 go. And that's what happens with Mars, you know, again, we find our adrenaline, our passion, our drive. And when it conjoins with Saturn... And conjunction is is harmonious. It is harmony. It's it's the it's very Venusian. So it wasn't like a hard hit where all of a sudden I like got really sick or I was like going too hard and I, you know, I had a huge breakdown or something like that. It was actually a very like my my mind and body stopped in the tracks, but in a very peaceful way. Like I had the thought first. All right, Colleen, relax, calm down. Heal your body. <laughs> so you might have some things with this Mars conjoined Saturn that feel very much like that. All of a sudden, if you were go, 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 and then now we hit Saturn, we're going to have a little bit of structure with our force and drive, which we need. Mars is a planet of chaos, destruction, adrenaline, and Saturn is the planet of structure, restriction, slow moving. But again, they're conjoined. So the malefics are now conjoined, making them a little bit more positive. At least that's the way I look at it. Some astrologers don't. However, I find when the malefics are in conjunction and Saturn is well-placed in Aquarius, Mars is well-placed in Aquarius, we're going to find a little bit more, again, of structure with our force and drive, not necessarily um, chaos with force and drive, which sometimes if you see Mars... Uh, squaring Saturn or opposite Saturn, you'll find that it's way more destructive than it is constructive. However, when Mars conjoins Saturn or Mars trines Saturn, it is going to be much more constructive. 
much more constructive conversations, much more constructive, um, powerful energy, much more um, getting things done. So even if there is an argument, it's almost like an argument that maybe gets a little bit heated. You're at the lawyer table, but then you're able to come up with a, a very strong plan of how to move forward. This, we're very disciplined, you know, much more disciplined with this, much more disciplined with ourselves. I know for me, I woke up, I attempted to wake up at 6 a.m. this morning, and I woke up at 6.30, which is pretty effing good for me. If you know me, I'm like, my kids and I are up at 8 o'clock. They got to be at school. At, the bus comes at 8.30. We always miss it. We get there by 9. So this morning I said, I need to really start getting my thoughts, getting my actions, getting all my astrology podcast stuff done in the morning when I have the most energy. That's just where I'm at in life right now, and I'm finally admitted it to myself my life is so busy, especially with kids. They're entering their extremely busy season right now. They're just like at very busy ages. And by nine o'clock at night, by the time I put them in bed, put them to sleep, it's 930 and I'm dead. I'm dead. And I've been fighting this for a year now because I, my ADHD, I want to stay up late. I want to get stuff done at midnight. But then the next day I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, I don't, I don't find my best, um, my best words, my best thought process, my best drive for projects, drive for creativity at night anymore. It's actually first thing in the morning. So this morning I said, all right, let me get up, let me do this, and I'm going to set the tone for this week, and maybe I'll start even incorporating that into my daily life. There might still be a little bit of some blocks, or we're going to have awareness of what's blocking our drive to do something, to create something. But with this, I, I don't think we're going to be stuck in the block. I feel like we're going to be gaining awareness of the block and how to move beyond it. When Saturn enters in our, and Saturn transits something in our own birth chart, a lot of times it stops it, blocks it, resists it for a time. This might be also, if there has been something blocked, is there has been something, it's going to really move the energy. Mars is really going to move that energy towards productivity. Uh, stanima, Stanima, did I say that right? Yeah, stamina. <laughs> I think I said that right. That is going to be at an all high, all high time high, you know, whether it's with um, exercise, sex, uh, getting something done, projects in the world. You know, we're going to have the patience complete something this week, which is very important. You know, having completion, you know, Mars making something complete. But Saturn giving us the patience. Saturn is the old grandfather who will sit there while you're in timeout for 24 hours and just watch you. <laughs> Hopefully no one actually has that in real life, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, and again, arguments may be more constructive and less destructive during this time. And with Mar and with Mercury and Mars' sign, I would suggest this being a very good time to finding solutions. So if you have an issue that is really bothering that, that you need to bring up to somebody, anybody, a workplace, whatever it is, this is a very good time to write down your thoughts, write them out, and bring it to the table with this person and let it be constructive. It won't be so emotional. You know, we had a lot of stuff happening in Pisces last month, and that was very uh, emotional and very, you know, oh, my God, what is happening? You know, the Neptune-Mercury conjunction, all that stuff that was making it very dreamy. This is going to be constructive. This is actually going to get something done. So remember that. We're going to be feeling that for the rest of this week pretty much and through Friday. <sighs> that always feels good when the when the malefic planets are in a good, happy, you know, happy uh, conjunction. That always feels good. Um, also, let's talk about the big 
The big thing we are finally ready for this week, Venus moving into Pisces. <laughs> I'm going to share a little bit of my reflections about this week. And I say it every episode, guys. I almost called this the Venus show because it felt like that's all I was reporting on because this Venus has had a major, has been going through major transformation and discovery and reflection since the beginning of November. Venus, the warm planet of love, happiness, joy, our pleasure, our kids, our relationships, our sisters, aunts, uh, friendships, right? All of those feel-good things are very Venus, very um, connection, our creative side. Our sexuality has been in Saturn's signs of Capricorn, Aquarius. It was, it retrograded, which happens every 19 months, I believe, or 18 or 19 months, it retrograded. It conjoined Pluto two big times, it conjoined Mars. <laughs> it it conjoined, you know what I mean? There was just a lot happening. I can't even remember all the transits that had happened to it. But just the planet of that being in Saturn's sign of restriction, blocks, coldness, hardness, death, you know, and then meeting Mars and Pluto, which are our shadows, it has been a very, very, very hard five months around, and I'll say it again, our kids, our love, our friendship, our creative endeavors, our joy, our sexuality, our pleasure, our happiness. There were some good things in there. You know, I, you know, when Mercury was conjoined Venus, it was actually pretty good. There were some disruptions for people. However, um, people that had the disruptions, it ended up working out okay, those that I had talked to. These are my reflections. So Saturn is the planet of wisdom, from our pain and our lessons. Jupiter is the planet of wisdom, but like higher wisdom, our spirituality wisdom, the wisdom of our gods, the wisdom of our ancestors, the wisdom, the kind of feel good, positive wisdom. Saturn <laughs> is the wisdom that comes from pain, our lessons, our suffering, our family karma. We grow our wisdom through the hardships of Saturn. That's number one. That is what Venus has been going through. We found, I, you know, I had clients in relationships who broke up. I had, you know, a lot of Venus, when Venus and Pluto conjoined, I, I, through Facebook, through, you know, I know a lot of people just through my clients, stories they tell me. I know three people that was unveiled that one, one or the other had an affair and they had to divorce, you know, or they're separated, getting divorced or trying to work things out. That definitely was a big thing that was revealed. Um, on each episode I've done on this, you've, you've heard my own revelations. There's been a lot of growth with my children and myself and my parenting, um, as well as my relationship with my mother in reflect in, um, reflection of how I am as a child to her. Let me share the story and then I'll share, then I'll shut up about me and how these transits happened. And I'll share a little bit more of what you can expect with this big Venus into Pisces transit. For those of you who know or don't know, I have a very complicated relationship with my mother. We have, I have a moon in the first house representing my mother in Virgo, opposite Mars in Pisces in the seventh house of others. My mother and I have always been stuck like glue. Our life path has always, you know, been her and I. We've, re we've always relocated in the same place, her and I. I've always had her. She has always had me. She had me late in life. I had older siblings. And it's just sort of, it's just, you know, I'm not getting into that whole dynamic, but... 
we have had a very toxic relationship, myself and her, for probably the time I was 12 for a very long time. And I've shared on this for, but we still see each other every day. She's an important person to my grandparents and I love her very much. So, you know, years ago, I started therapy with her, about her, with her, working through some things. And uh, first of all, I want to say that my mother is the most amazing woman in the world. She is wonderful, has always loved me, but she's, you know, people, especially in the older generations, did not look at themselves and were a little bit more complicated. So we had our own fights. And, and just like I said right there, for a long time, I was only willing to look at the dynamic of how she treated me as a daughter or how she reacted to me as a daughter or how she didn't understand me as a daughter or how she didn't understand me as a mother or how she didn't understand me as this. My mother's a very reactive woman who can also feel energy very strongly. So, but she is also, she's a Cancer rising, a Pisces sun, a Sagittarius moon. She's got big emotions and is extremely emotional. And I, you know, I have all Mercury, I have Gemini, Virgo, Virgo. So I'm like, what are you talking about? That was a big, you know, conflict in her life. So Something happened last week as we're getting to the end of this transit where all of a sudden I was like, okay, Eileen probably have a short, she's 75, a shorter time. She's my only parent alive, pretty much one of my only family members other than my siblings that I'm close with. And I was like, how can I, I prayed, I wrote, reflected on it. How can I have and treasure this relationship with her at the very end? And one day I woke up and it was like, I need to understand her. I can't explain what happened. I like... Finally, whether I finally healed or understood enough for myself, I was like, I need to stop trying to force her or figure out why she can't understand me. And I need to understand her and I need to work with her instead of her working with me. That was huge. I'm telling you, when that came to me and I started then that that realization came to me and I started acting out with that realization, meaning acting towards that realization, it feels like our whole relationship has changed in two weeks. I'm not even kidding you. Me coming to her, instead of taking everything personal, I stopped. Instead of saying, ah, she doesn't understand me, this, that, and this, that, and that, blah, 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 whatever I say, I sat there and I laughed. I, I, it's like almost she didn't trigger anymore. When things happened, I laughed. She would laugh. I sat there and I talked to her. I sat there and I gave her attention. I said, what does my mom need from me? Not what I need from her because that's what I've been worried about my entire freaking life. What does my mom need from me now? You know. And I realized not only that, how much my mom needed me. How much she needs me now at this point in her life, more than any other point in her life, I didn't realize that. And so the last two weeks, um, I was like, holy shit. And and I feel like we've grown a ton from that. And I have grown and become so much less selfish in that, in that dynamic. And I was always blaming her for being selfish. However, I had to just, instead of focusing on that, I looked at my part and I focused on that part. And it's almost like our relationship is transformed. Sure, we're always going to fight. That's her and I. You know, she's sensitive. I'm not. However, I can't tell you enough about this happening. I am so pleased, happy, grateful, humble, and I'm hoping that the last quarter of her life, her and I can continue to have this beautiful uh, relationship and finally grow that. But I just want to remind you guys, I had to do it. I had to stop focusing on her changing, and I had to change how I handled her and how I understood her. So that was huge at the end of this. And that really got me into thinking about the reflections of um, and honoring our relationships as a whole, right? Not just, you know, our relationships as a whole. So we're talking friendships, romantic partnerships, our relationship in re to our mother, but coming from us, not from her. We have to honor 
And we have to start separating, right? A hard chapter with that relationship because all relationships are of all kinds are going to have hard chapters. We have to start separating a hard chapter in your story with that person from the entire book. Oftentimes we get so lost in a chapter, a chapter of pain, a chapter of suffering, a chapter of things not working out, that we forget that this is an entire book of that relationship. And that entire book is both good and bad. I hate using the word bad because it's, you know, it's associated with so many things. So we'll say growth opportunities, you know, the negative, because there is in all of our relationships. These were growth opportunities. These hard times are growth opportunities. So if you look back on the last five months, whatever happened in your life, whatever was happening, what was creating, try not to make it the whole picture. Try making it just a chapter. And at the end of that chapter, look at that person and say, how can I stop blaming them, being mad at them, whatever towards them, and how can I change my perspective by looking at my place and everything? And how can I switch that perspective? So I ask that to, for you to do today. If you're thinking about a hard relationship that comes to your mind as I'm talking about this, something that was very present over the last five months, change your perspective. Sometimes changing your perspective is just saying the opposite out loud, writing the opposite out down, even if you don't believe it. And sometimes it's really, it's really the mind and taking a hard look at your part. Instead of saying, they do this, they do this, they do this. Say, how do I show up? How am I doing this? How am I showing up? That is where we grow. Venus moving into Pisces is very happy. Venus is um, exalted in Pisces, and it's in the water sign. And it's like the new beginning because Pisces ends the zodiac, but it's the new beginning. Um, it's the ending that also has the new beginning. I guess they all have that. But do you get what I'm saying? It's sort of the light at the end of the tunnel. Venus now is growing. Venus is happy, healthy, joyous, has made it through the war, and is now planting new seeds to grow into the new year again, go into the new zodiac year. So in Pisces, we focus on... Um, new relationships will start growing, a new bond maybe with a past relationship will start growing, um, a new beginning with a current relationship will start growing, relationship, friendship, joy, pleasure, creativity. We might start to see, you know, we were very, I feel like a lot of our creations, I know for me, was very blocked over these last five months and restricted. And I have a feeling already it's happening all of a sudden. my <laughs> The pain of being restricted in that creative energy is now going to start overflowing and start to just boom, 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 go everywhere and rebirth all new creative ideas. So we're going to have a lot of happy energy, be very creative, have a creative rebirth, love, friendship, beauty, new beginnings and pleasure, light at the end of the tunnel. We're going to have more bonding with our kids. One thing I want to ask you at the end of this is, did you accept the journey of dissatisfaction with your pleasure, right? Because a lot of this, our pleasures, which we always want and we always want to create and we want to enjoy, felt very dissatisfactory over this time. Kind of, we couldn't find joy. We couldn't figure out what we liked. We kind of were like, mm, maybe our sex drive was lower, feeling restricted, but that is important too. Did you accept that? Oftentimes what makes things easier is accepting, saying, hey, 
I know for me, I was like, all right, well, while sat, well, Venus is in these two signs, I understand that I'm probably going to be dissatisfied with my things that normally bring me pleasure. Do I accept that? Yes, I accept that. Because we, if we resist it, we're creating more pain and dissatisfaction because there's nothing else we can do but accept it. We can only accept how these planets make us feel. We just have to trust the journey that they do switch out. And it does. And we have to learn, which I think I say this on every episode, to take the good with the bad. That is the most important thing we need to do. Take the good with the bad, both. We can't experience the good without the bad. And we grow the most, unfortunately, in the harder times. <sighs> I'm excited. I'm excited for Venus in Pisces. I know for me, you know what's so funny? Is last year when Venus was moving to Pisces, it was the middle of February. And before the day before it moved into Pisces, I did this TikTok video that said, so I was not dating the Capricorn moon yet. I said, so Pisces is moving into my house of marriage, so I'm sure I'll meet my next ex-husband. I said ex-husband jokingly. Haha. Um, and then the next day I met Rob <laughs> as I moved through my house of marriage. And I always joke with him, you know, but I don't even know if I'm ever going to get married again. However, things like that will grow. And now we've had a relationship 13 months later that has grown. And I met him as Pisces, as Venus transited my relate, my seventh house of marriage and relationships. Um, and it's been beautiful to watch that grow over the last year. So remember, there's going to be so much growth, new beginnings, abundance, happiness, pleasure, and joy finally happening starting tomorrow when Venus has been so restricted. You guys have made it through to the end of the tunnel, the light at the end of the tunnel. Sorry, my um, air, my heat just kicked on, if you can hear that. Also, sorry, last week, I didn't realize sometimes when I move around that uh, I like tone out, you know, of the speaker, even though I have this on, I have the you know, my ear set on, I should hear it. Last week I was like, started listening. I'm like, oh my God, I keep toning in and out. I'm sorry about that. So that's it. I love you all. Make sure you follow me on all my social media, Cosmic Colleen 1C Twitter. It is a Cosmic Colleen underscore. If you want to help us support this podcast, send this to someone you know, rate, review it, post about it on social media and tell everyone you know. I appreciate all of you who continue to do that day in and day out each week and support me. You guys have no idea how much that means to me. And I love you all. And enjoy this exciting transit. We're headed towards a fun summer. And we have a pretty intense April, but I think a very positive April that I'm excited about. So stay tuned every week for this. Love you guys. Bye.